Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 97.1 FM The Drive presents the Behind the Song Podcast. Taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. In this episode of Behind the Song, we're going to explore a different side of love in the lyrics of What a Fool Believes by the Doobie Brothers. Written in what would become a very fruitful pairing of talents between Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins, the first hit that the two wrote together after being introduced by Tyran Porter, the Doobie's bass player, the song was first released on Kenny Loggins' solo album, Night Watch. Then, on the Doobie Brothers' minute-by-minute album just a few months later in 1978. Loggins told the LA Times that the night they wrote the song together, he knew he had a big fish and he couldn't sleep at all. They had unknowingly combined their musical sensibilities and their individual experience playing in bands like Poco, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, Steely Dan, and more, and opened the door widely on a whole new genre of music with this song rock and pop with some jazz elements thrown in. Yacht Rock was born, the West Coast sound that reigned supreme in the late 70s and early 80s, and they, the new kings. This was all a few years after McDonald took over lead vocals for the Doobies after first joining as a touring member, and then filling in for original lead vocalist Tom Johnston, who had to take leave of the band after falling ill on tour back in the mid-70s. It didn't take the rest of the band long to ask McDonald to be a full-time Doobie brother, and why not? He had long been a sought-after vocalist, playing with other heavies like the Wrecking Crew session musicians in L.A., and he and founding member Jeff Skunk Baxter had, of course, played together with Steely Dan in the early 70s. And he could bend words around in his unique singing style that gave the songs a special twist, like what he did with What a Fool Believes. And that's what makes the Doobie Brothers version of the song The Chart Topper, the one we all sing along to, or try to. It's such a toe-tapping little number that at first you might not hear the story in the lyrics, how McDonald somehow breaks the words down to sing the lines in several different parts with different inflection to pair with the music. The words themselves can go right over your head. It's a song about missing the mark with a love interest. The guy in the song has been carrying a torch for a woman he knew years ago, and after they reunite, he's ready to pick up where they left off, in his mind. But the feeling isn't mutual. The lyrics start like this. He came from somewhere back in her long ago. The sentimental fool don't see. Trying hard to recreate what had yet to be created once in her life. She musters a smile for his nostalgic tale, never coming near what he wanted to say, only to realize it never really was. She had a place in his life. He never made her think twice. As he rises to her apology, anybody else would surely know. He's watching her go. 
The song isn't about any one particular love interest of theirs, so say the writers, but we've all pined for someone that maybe didn't return the feeling. And in the case of these lyrics, the guy is downright delusional, not realizing or able to accept that he'd missed his chance with the person who was the love of his life. When the song heads to the bridge, you get a kind of stream-of-consciousness ramble that closely resembles the disorderly thoughts in our own heads as we try to come to terms with disappointment of any kind, let alone when it comes to love. So the song goes on. But what a fool believes he sees. No wise man has the power to reason away. What seems to be is always better than nothing. And nothing at all keeps sending him somewhere back in her long ago, where he can still believe there's a place in her life. Someday, somewhere, she will return. But what a fool believes he sees. No wise man has the power to reason away. What seems to be is always better than nothing. There's nothing at all. But what a fool believes he sees. So the poor guy will have to live in a fantasy version of what could have been with this person who has finally slipped away for good, holding on to a small flame of hope indefinitely, never mind the reality that she's moved on and probably never felt exactly the same way about him. And that's one sad Yacht Rock love song. But it was a huge hit for the Doobie Brothers and for McDonald and Loggins' songwriters. Despite coming out in 1978 at the height of the disco era, What a Fool Believes hit number one on the Billboard chart. The only Grammys the Doobie Brothers ever won were for this song and the Minute by Minute album. The song won Record of the Year and Song of the Year, and the album won Best Pop Vocal Performance by a Group. Minute by Minute was also the only number one album the Doobies ever had. And because we're talking about rock and roll, this story has a few surprising twists. Releasing this hugely successful album marked the beginning of the end of an era for the Doobie Brothers. McDonald and Skunk Baxter, who brought him into the band to start with, had ever-increasing difficulty seeing eye-to-eye on the whole soft rock thing. And Baxter left the Doobie Brothers later in 1979. Incidentally... Baxter went on to pursue another interest of his. He became a ballistic missile expert, completely self-taught after developing a curiosity about missile defense systems, and he currently serves as a consultant with the U.S. Department of Defense. And meanwhile, the Doobies got a new lineup, and McDonald finally left the band in 1980 to pursue his own chart-topping solo career. And of course, 50 years later, they're all pretty happy to be finally inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2020, honored for their contribution to music. Michael McDonald said about that in a Billboard interview, it's more excitement than an old man can handle. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for sound design and engineering. On the way, episodes on songs by Van Morrison, Rush, and more classic rock and roll. Put the power of podcasting to work for your business. You can be part of Behind the Song and reach potential customers inside every episode. To advertise your product or service by sponsoring Behind the Song, send an email to podcast at hubbardradio.com now.